Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. through today some of the Yesaitis that we've discussed in previous years about clothing and kind of bring together bring together a few different discussions into into one thought process. The reason we're talking about clothing is because Parshas Tetzave is about clothing. Parshas Tetzave is the begadim of the Kain Gadol that the Pasuk says that you should create l'kavayt ulesafares. So it's important for us to understand the role that clothing play in our lives and in our avayda. And of course, there's something up with clothing when it comes to the when it comes to Purim, there's something up with clothing. Now, I don't, I don't even mean the obvious that there seems to be a widespread hanhaga for people to wear strange clothing on Purim. Clothing that doesn't, that's, that's like a detached from their regular normal lavush, right? There does seem to be such a and perhaps from our conversation you'll be able to come up with some ideas why that might be so. That's not my goal for tonight. My goal for tonight is to focus more on the story of what happened in the times of the Megillah than every single stage of the story we keep bumping into clothing. I mean, from the very beginning, Achashverosh is one of the biggest horrors is that Achashverosh is dressed in the clothing of the Kayin Gadol. And then... And then when Haman's Gezerah happens, Umardechai Yoda, Vayikra Mordechai es Begoda, Vayilbash Sak Vayefer, Mordechai finds out about the Gezerah, he tears his clothing, he puts on Sak Vayefer, Sak Vayefer, Yutzah Rabim. Everyone is encouraged to wear sackcloth and ashes. Interesting, even even in the middle of the story, This discussion about clothing, Yoviu Levosh Malchus Asher Lovash Boy Hamelech, right? When Haman Haman's fantasies about how how he should be rewarded, Lemi Yachboy Tzayish Lasay Sikar Yaiser Mimeni, that he says that I would like uh, I would like to be dressed in the Levosh of the Melech, and then finally when Mordechai comes out victorious. Mordechai comes out dressed in majestic clothing. 
Ad Kedei Kach, that it's part of our Zemer, it's part of our Pizmain, right? Shoshanas Yaakov Tzahala V'Samecha, Bir Oisam Yachat, Tcheles Mordechai. That's a Mordechai Yotza Milifnei HaMelech. So something in each stage of the story we reflect back on Begadim. And just the Hashgach of Klal Yisrael, that, that it's always within the striking distance to Parshas Tetzaveh, that we have, not always, but at least in most regular years, <laughs> that it's right near Parshas Tetzaveh that we have Purim. So I want a Chazar Yisoyed. <coughs> I seem to have like gotten a little bit of a better um, grasp of the Yisoyed that the Svarim say, and I want to give over that grasp to you. When Adam and Chava were created, they did not wear clothing. At the end of Parak Beis and Parsha is Beratius. Perak Beis Pasuk Chav Hey. Vayu Shneim Arumim Adam Veishtei Velayis Baishashu. Now, when the pasuk tells us Velayis Baishashu that they were not ashamed, the pasuk is telling us that this was a shleimus, that there was nothing to be ashamed of, that this was the way it was supposed to be based on their situation of then. Why is that? Because they were wearing clothing. I'm not getting into the Medjur says that there was Tzipayran covering them. I'm not getting into that right now. They were wearing clothing. Because Adam and Chava identified themselves as... As, as being a neshama. A neshama that, amazingly, mafli lasis, is clothed by a guf. To say that Adam should wear clothing is like saying that when you go buy a coat, you should buy a coat so that your coat doesn't get dirty. You don't need a coat for your coat. The guf is a coat. It's a coat for the neshama. It's the chitzainius, it's the kisoi for the neshama. That was the Malbush. And the Malbush did a perfect job. Like a parallel, for example, to the din in the beginning of Parshas Tzav when it's talking about the Malbush of the Kaihanim, a parallel, a parallel between Parshas Tetzaveh and Parshas Tzav, is that it says, V'lovash hakoyen midoi bad. The Kayan should wear midoi bad. That's talking about his begadim. Bad is the linen, the, the, the material. What's midoi bad? So Rashi says in Parashas Tzav, it should be according to the measurements of the Kayan. Meaning the clothing of the Kayan should match the body of the Kayan. There's an Indian that the outside, the, the Kisoi, that, that, that which covers 
the panemius should be an appropriate cover. When you have a Sefer Torah, you cover it with a beautiful mantle and a crown and so on. The outside matches. It's like the sheer, but it's much deeper than that. It matches what it's covering. It's a reflection of what's on the inside. It's a little bit like the setting of a diamond. Some of you spend time with settings at a certain point in your life. The setting of a diamond is like the malbush, it's the chitzonius, it's the, it's the keli within which the diamond lies. It's not exactly like a malbush, but just for the purpose of the mushal. So Adam Arishan also, Hashem created Adam, Hashem created this unbelievable neshama called Adam. And then Hashem clothed it in an unbelievable guf that corresponded to the Avaida of Adam. You understand what's going on? Hashem gave us a guf of 248 Avarim and 365 Gidim, which are a reflection of what Avaida Hashem is. So, like Hashem really, Midai Bad, Hashem really formed the guf to be a perfect Malbush on the Neshama. Can you imagine your body reflects the responsibilities of your Neshama? That's really a, a Malbush that fits perfectly. That's Mamish. That's tailored just for us. And then, Adam Arishan did a chait. And when Adam Arishan did a chait, the guf stopped, the malbush stopped fitting so well. It stopped fitting so well. Because the malbush of the neshama should have the value system of the neshama should be drawn to that which the neshama is drawn. Use the example of clothing. When you buy clothing for someone, <coughs> the clothing are there to bring out the yoifi of that which it clothes. <coughs> right? That's the, that's, that's the idea. It's to, sh- it's to show, it's covering it, but it's allowing the, the, the um, characteristics of what it's covering to come, to come through. That's why, for example, on Shabbos, we wear big day Shabbos, because we, we're saying something different about ourselves. We're saying that there's a neshama Yisera in there. So the clothing reflect that. But Adam's guf, had a terrible, 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 catastrophic yurida at the time of his chait, that it was nichnas ba that it started to have an agenda of its own. It wasn't the clothing for the neshama anymore, it had its own agenda. It, was its, it had its own mind, as we know. And the neshama wanted to serve Hashem and to engage in, in what's going on in the Elyonim and in, in Ruchnias. And the guf was being drawn away from the neshama. The Yetzirah was nichnas into the guf of a person. How could your clothing be allergic to your body? That's not clothing anymore. Now the guf was its own thing, its own entity. And it wasn't just its own entity, it was its own decrepit entity. It had lost its beauty. It had lost its grandeur, its majesty, that it was the malbush of the neshama. So there was a busha. There was an embarrassment. It was a guf that was unclothed. 
the word malbush comes from the word busha. So now it was necessary. Adam and Chava hurried. By Yisperu alei te'ena, they hurried to cover their bodies because they were embarrassed of what their bodies had turned into. And they hurried to cover it. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu did not let it stay there. HaKadosh Baruch Hu did not allow Adam and Chava to stay with their Alei Te'ena, with their, uh, with the leaves that they covered themselves with. HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself, the Chvaidayu Va'atzmai, created clothing for Adam and Chava. Created when you look inside, it says made in China. It was made by Hashem. Created by Hashem. Vayas Hashem Eloikim Adam Ule Ishtai Kasnais Or Hakadosh Baruch Hu. You know, sometimes we hear things enough times we just don't realize how incredible it is. Hakadosh Baruch Hu said, "Here is a suit. You're going to wear leaves for the rest of your life. Here's a suit. Hakadosh Baruch Hu made Kasnais Or." Adam is ready to take the suit. Hashem says, no, 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 no. Put in your hand. Let me dress you. Vayal bishem. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu dressed them. Mind-boggling. HaKadosh Baruch Hu dressed them. Fascinating. And they already had clothing. Maybe it wasn't super stylish clothing, but they already had Ali Te'ena covering them. But Hashem gave them a suit. And Hashem dressed them. Now this suit is called Kasnais Ur. Clothing of hide, leather, something like that. Like the Ur of a behemoth. Like the Ur that your tefillin are made out of. But the Medrash tells us that there was a Yid who was known, the Gemara in Erevin tells us, that he was known, that there was a Tana that was known as be, having the capacity to be Roya Esanoilad, to be able to see deeply into the future. And his name was Reb Meir. And Reb Meir, <coughs> interesting, his name was Light. Meir. And Reb Meir... Chazal tell us, B'Sefer Torah shall Reb Meir, in Reb Meir's Sefer Torah it said Ur with an Aleph. And the Mepharshim explained it, it doesn't mean that he spelled Ur differently. In his Sefer Torah it means some, somehow there was some type of notation or something, like also with an Aleph. That Hashem made them clothing of light. What's clothing of light? Clothing of light the Reb Chaim Volozhin writes in the beginning of the Sefer Ruach Chaim, which is his pirush on Pirkei Avos, clothing of light is clothing that are not... Where's the light in us? Our Neshama. That's light. Clothing of light is clothing that doesn't block the light. 
It's clothing that allows the ur of Ruchnias to shine through. That's what Kastanis ur with an Aleph is. Okay, what does it have to do with what Hashem dressed Adam and Chava in? So listen carefully, because this is uh, very, very important. And over here, we've, we've, we've uh, Rabbi Yosef, we've done this sugya before, but here I'm gonna, I want to mention something a little bit differently, not, not that, not to cross out what we did before, but a little bit of a different. Um, you'll hear a little bit, a little bit differently than we did in the past. I want to. The way I would like to express it tonight is that this tzvei dinim in clothing. There's two parts of wearing clothing. There's the fact that clothing cover our embarrassment. And there's the fact that clothing honor what they are clothing. Like Rabbi Yechanan, right? Like Rabbi Yechanan in Masech the Shabbos, that it said that Rabbi Yechanan... Mordechai? Yeah, Rabbi Yechanan would call, he would call money, his, he would say, my clothing, mechabdusa, is my, is like a, a covered, or it, 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 it honors, it brings covered. Or as the Pasuk says in this week's parasha, lekavoid. You'll see something they kaidish, la'aroin achicha, lekavoid ulasiferes. So clothing have a dual purpose. They cover that which we would be ashamed to be walking around without because the madrega of the guf is not where it needs to be. And they also give honor to what's underneath. Now listen carefully. Adam put clothing on twice. The first time he put on clothing was out of a sense of busha. Vayisperu alei te'ena. He covered himself. He realized that he was not dressed. Suddenly he realized that this guf was no longer a good, um, a good malbush for his neshama. And it itself needed to be covered. He felt a busha. And he covered himself. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted Adam to know that he wasn't giving up on him. And that that guf remains with the kayach to be a malbush for the neshama. And that we have the power to lift up our bodies to be good clothing for our neshama. And the way that HaKadosh Baruch Hu demonstrated that to Adam is that he said, yes, you have to cover yourself. You've, you've, uh, you, put, you really made a mess this time. We have to cover this up. But we're not just covering it up to obscure that which we're ashamed of. We're also going to give covered. The clothing are also going to be clothing that 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 recognize the chashivas of what they are covering, and that was the first step that Adam Arishan took to make his way back to his madrega. That was step one. We're not there yet, by the way, but that was step one. It's interesting. It's always a risk when you say something you didn't plan on saying. But 
I feel very close to this ilam, so. It's interesting, I think what's, uh, um, I'm sure at some point over a Purim we've discussed this question. How come it doesn't say, for sure with Mordechai, how come it doesn't say that us is lovely, we're going to go back to not wearing clothing? <clears throat> no, when, once we're misaking the goof, shouldn't we go back? And it's clearly not that way, because it says in Ksubis by Tchias HaMesim that they're going to be up Tchias HaMesim with their Malbushim. Clearly there's Malbushim, La Asad Lava. Why? Not necessary. Malbushim never came the No, it doesn't... It talks about the goof also. There's even a Rapsadik about it who declares which things that we do in this world give to our goof and which to our begadim. It's a good question, no? Hmm? Why is it, that's clothing. Yeah. Finished clothing. Just like Gulska is a finished, finished uh, lechem. So, it's possible, it's possible that the pshat is that La'asid Lavoy, we have these two things that come together. There's the restoration of the original tachlis of the guf with the added godless that we got there despite all the challenges along the way. Perhaps, I'm thinking out loud now, perhaps to revert back to being an Adam without begadim, like for example, I'll give you a mashal. I'll give you a mashal. Um... <coughs> I always thought that that Noyach, Noyach experiences a mabel, and then he becomes drunk and takes his clothing off. You ever seen a shikar do that? It's a strange thing to do. And we're talking about a navi here. We're talking about a navi. My, I once asked my Rashiva this question. He didn't really directly answer it. But he pointed out that it says, Vayigal b'soich ahaloi. That even in his taking off his clothing, he did it in a makkah in tzanua. It's interesting. Like, there was some kind of uh, something, some mechitzais around him. But I always thought the pshat is that in his mind, we were like, it was like a new world. Starting over. So, like, Adam Rishon Kaidem Achet. Right, 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 right. Especially according to the Manda Omar, that the Eitzadas was a geffen. Yeah. Some people do feel like they're there when they're drunk. Wherever there is. But in any event, I think that it could be that that's the... It could be that that's the Vart. The Vart is that, no, now there's a Hashivas to the Begadim of Adam. Because they represent that journey back home. And we don't want to take away the representation of that journey. That's part of our godless. We will kind of begadim. Another layer of godless. 
But when HaKadosh Baruch Hu made clothing, La'adamu La'ishtai, he was, he was introducing Adam and his wife to a journey of restoring the greatness of their bodies. This is not just about covering up what's embarrassing. Honor your body. Honor my body. My body's nothing. No, no, no. Not true. Your body still has the capacity to be a reflection of, of Ruchnius. Honor your body. Kavoid. Kasnais ar. And that's why it says Kasnais ar. Mayor says Kasnais ar with an aleph, because that's where you're headed. The reason we're putting clothing on is because your, your, your guf does have the capacity to become, to become not chaitzit vifneyane shama. And that's why HaKadosh Baruch Hu had to dress them. Because this was not something that they could do themselves. This was something HaKadosh Baruch Hu had to show them that they were really to honor themselves in that way. Chasnais Or, the Targum Uncle says, Levushin diyakar. Clothing of Kavit. That's the Targum. On Kasnaisar. Now, by the way, these clothing, you know, the Gemara says, Ein Aroid Mamis Elahachet Mamis. I think it was in Brachas. We saw that. The Gemara says that a wild animal can't kill a person, only Chet could kill a person. Meaning that when a person lives up to his being in Adam, no animal would start up with him. Animals are supposed to stay away from people. The fact that an animal could attack me is because I'm too much like him. I haven't separated myself from him enough. When I'm too much like an animal, so then an animal feels like we're equals and he could attack me. Tzadikim would you know, there's stories of tzadikim that wouldn't be attacked because there was such an obvious godless Adam there, the animal naturally would take a step back. A little bit may ain what happened by Shabbos HaGadol, when when Yecharatz Kelev L'Shaynai, when it says that the, uh, that the dogs didn't bark at the Yidden, you know, it says around that time, that Yecharatz Kelev L'Shaynai, that the dogs, the, you know, the dogs wouldn't bark, um, because the greatness of Adam was emerging. When the greatness of Adam emerges, the dogs quiet down. And, and the same thing, and same, same thing, Bechlal, that's what the Gemara says. The Aroid, the dangerous animal, is not what kills. Chait kills, because that's what lowers your stature to the point that the animal could attack. Why am I telling you this now? Because the Pirkadur of Elazar in Perak Chavdalit says that these clothing that Hashem made for Adam and for Chava, there were two sets of clothing, for Adam and for Chava, they were passed down from generation to generation until they wound up in Esau's clothes closet, right? I mean, he, he killed someone to get them, but, but, uh, but, but, but they passed down the generations, and the Pirkei says that when someone was wearing those clothing, all the animals were machnia themselves to the person. That's why it was so great to hunt in these clothing. Why would the animals be machnia just because you're wearing these clothing? Because these clothing is where Hashem told Adam, you can have, have back the godless Adam. No, not just doing Alei Te'ena. You can restore the godless of Adam. So because of that, 
those begadim inspire awe in animals. Pella. Rabbi Saiklal, the chait of Adam Rishon happened twice. It happened in a first Mahadura and it happened in a second Mahadura. Because Klal Yisrael stood by Har Sinai, they restored the Madrig of Adam Rishon Kaid, the Machet, the Gemara says in Shabbos, that when the Klal Yisrael stood by Har Sinai, Paska Zuhamasa, the Zuhama, which is the, the, the filth from the chait of Adam Rishon, was Nifsak, it was gone. Had they not done the Eagle, they would have lived forever. They wouldn't have been chait. They would have gone straight into Eretz Yisrael. And then when Klal Yisrael did the Egel, it was a reenactment of the chait of Adam Arishan. A little different, different manner of chait. But they, they fell again. And this, this godless that, was, that the guf of Adam was capable of fell again. And the kapara for the chait Egel is the mishkan. As I mentioned on Shabbos, the Rashi says in the beginning of Pekudei, when Hashem, when the when the when the pasuk calls the Mishkan Mishkan Ha'edus, it's an Edus that Hakadosh Baruch Hu was Meichel Klal Yisrael for the Chet Egel. The Mishkan was a place of of trying to restore of trying to restore Adam back to his Madrega. It's a place of 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 being Misake in the Chet of Adam Arishan, so to speak. No wonder there's a din that the kaihanim in that mishkan need to wear special, special clothing. That are lekavoid ulisafaris. They're like the kasnais are, levushin di yakar, that they restore the greatness of Adam. No wonder, get ready for this, no wonder the Balaturim and Parshas Bereshis on the word vayal bishem says that it only says in Tanakh the words Vayal Bishem twice, once by the Begadim of Adam Arishan and once by the Big Day Kahuna Melamed, says the Balaturim, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu dressed Adam in Big Day Kahuna. That the Kasnais are had some type of a definition as being Big Day Kahuna because they had the same, they had the same role. They both were there to restore the honor of Adam and to be mechazekim about his capability to restore what was lost in his body from his chet. In fact, I discovered last year, discovered last year an unbelievable thing. I think it was on Friday night. Maybe it was even while we were learning with the kids. I discovered last year an amazing thing. Who dressed Aaron in his clothing? Moshe. Moshe dressed Aaron. Okay? When Moshe dressed Aaron, he, um, he did not put his pants on. He did not put the Mechnasayim on him. Ramban says, if you look in the Pesukim, you see, it, doesn't, it says all the, the Begadim, it doesn't say the Mechnasayim. The Ramban says, the Mechnasayim he put on in private. But it needs a deeper pshat than that. Pshat is, that even in the Big Day Kahuna, and if you learn the Sugi of the Big Day Kahuna in Parashas Tetzaveh, it's interesting, even... Mordechai, how many big day kuna are there? 
for the Kayin Gadol? Eight, okay. The Eilah Begadim Asher Yasu. You counting? Chayshen, one. The A5, two. Umeil, three. Uksoynes Tashbates, four. Mitznefes, five. The Avnate, six. Which two are missing? The tzitz. Okay, the tzitz was a ornamental, an ornamental thing, and mechnasayim. Because the mechnasayim were the alei te'ena of the big day karuna. The mechnasayim represent covering up the busha. That wasn't the kavodulah sefaris part. Of, it, was a, it was a necessary piece to have in the foundation, but that wasn't the Kavit the, the Ul-Sephoris part. The Kavit Ul-Sephoris part was what was built on the Mechnasayim. The Mechnasayim shtelt tzu to the Alei Te'ena. The rest of the Begadim shtelt tzu to the Kasnais to the, uh, are, perhaps. Klal Yisrael goes to the Suda of Achashverosh. They abuse their bodies. They sink into a Tanuge Haguf in a way that doesn't speak of the value system of Klal Yisrael, of the Torah. And they feel, they feel as the Yidden felt at the time, they feel very, very bereft and abandoned by HaKadosh Baruch Hu because of the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash, the place where Kahanim wore Big Day Kahuna and reminded them that their bodies are holy. And they, they lost that. And Achashverosh, to rub it in, to stab them with a knife and twist the knife, Achashverosh wears the begadim of the Kayan Gadol. It's like, yeah, we got them with the kind of gadol, they're mine now. They don't, they don't say anything. There's no covet there at all. And the matter deteriorates to the point that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is geyser, exera of Haman. And Haman goes out and he declares that Klal Yisrael is going to be destroyed. Mordechai Yoda is called Na'asa. Mordechai knew everything that was being done. Mordechai understood what was happening. Mordechai understood that it's because we would acted in a way that made us unworthy of the covered part of Begadim. How does Mordechai demonstrate to Klal Yisrael that we're no longer worthy of the covered part of Begadim? Vayikra Mordechai es Begadav. Vayilbash sak v'efer. Mordechai says, oh, we're not royal for beautiful clothing. That's not, no. We're back to Ali Te'ina. We've defiled our guf. But Klal Yisrael does tshuva. And the tshuva that they do is through fasting and learning Torah and being Meiser Nefesh. So what happens then? Oh, and the Nitzachan comes, Mordechai's like, okay, we are back. We are able now to be Machabed our gufim because our gufim are deserving of Kavod. He 
he wears the lavush of Malchus. Even when Esther went to be Meiser Nefesh, it says, Vatilbash Esther Malchus. So that's our goal. That's our goal when we go into, we go into Purim. Our goal is to recognize how unbelievably covered worthy our bodies truly are. To recognize that we are worthy of our bodies and that our bodies are not an embarrassment. And, of course, G'day Yisrael would become shikr, and they're just a body. There's no, the, 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 the das is gone. It's just, just a body, so to speak. But for all of us, in our own way, Purim is a time to respect the physical part of our body and the capacity that it has for Kedusha. We sit by a meal, and we eat meat and drink wine and just enjoy the fact that we have Halaga Yiddish bodies. Have a wonderful Shabbos. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics, or to hear an Eon shear on any Dauphin Shas, including Mara McClemus on each shear, please visit www.shasIlluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasilluminated.org.